Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yes, hello. Welcome to another Saturdays in the South East on SENQ 693 AM and 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Uh, I've got to get out of this because the star of the show has arrived in studio. Jake Edwards, how are you? Good morning, Jase. How are you, mate? Mate, good. Stop making me say that stuff. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. It's part of the contract. Hey, we've got a fan. Who's the fan? We've got a fan. Uh, where is it? There, oh, hang on. I've got a, we've got a text here from someone this morning saying that I should be offered a redundancy package. There's that. Yeah. Uh, but I've also got another text here from Steve from Dubbo, who listens to everything across the SCN network. Okay, we love he's, Steve. Yeah, he's a super fan. Uh, he said, I've, I've ran out of, I think it's I've run out of audio books and podcasts to listen to on my morning walks mm. and when I'm walking the dog at night. So I listen to Woog's Weekend Podcast. That's, he calls me Woogie. That's what they call me on Sports Day. Woogie. It ain't bad, Woogs. I'd listen again. Thanks, Steve. Oh, good on you, Steve. Yeah. Always so, love the feedback. Yeah. I don't know if that's positive or <laughs> when someone says that he ain't bad. Say it's, it's a last option. He's run, <laughs> out, he's run out of all podcasts. Well, that's what he's saying, <laughs> isn't exactly it? exactly what he's saying. Wow. Well, I'm glad we're your last podcast. <laughs> your last pick. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Saturdays in the Southeast. Kick Property Goals with Edwards. And Smith buyers agents, of course, Jacob being the Edwards part of that. Mate, you've had a busy week. You've been in uh, gallivanting around the countryside in Melbourne. Been down Melbourne, yeah. Isn't that place freezing cold? Jeez, I was there for a night and I couldn't get on the plane quicker to come back. Well, I think it's been freezing here. Yeah, wait, when's the last time you've been to Sydney or Melbourne of late? Yeah, no, I try not to go it's there cold. at all. It's cold, yeah. No, a little bit of work. I actually went down there to ask, I'm getting married next next year and I had to ask one of my best mates to be in my wedding party. So it's something you do face-to-face, Jason. I don't Is think it? you can do that over the phone. You can. No, you would. would you? How many you mates just, you got to be in your wedding party? I scraped together a couple. Yeah. But it, no, you just you could do it on the phone or you could do it. Nah, I jumped on a plane and damn. Really? Yeah. You yeah, just wanted a night out on, on the tiles no, with your mates. I did stay at Crown. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Don't – don't. oh, I'm no. a gentleman <laughs> – don't hide behind that. I don't know. It's an interesting one. No, I think um, I think I just rang my mates because I was interstate. I was living in Tassie at the time. Mm. And I just rang them because they were in Sydney. I just said, oh, do you want to do yeah, this? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, well, look, I hadn't seen him for a while. So I thought, why not jump on a plane? And I did have a couple of work meetings the next day. So, oh, well, perfect. Yeah, so you yeah, could write it off yeah, on tax yeah, too. Exactly right. Not that I'm giving any tax no, advice no, no, here. No, no, it's too. of a general dodgy <laughs> nature. Hey, the other thing, but but you did you propose in person? Like, like no, no, this is weird, right? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just giving you a little bit of a... On FaceTime? No, well, I, I, I didn't ask my wife to marry me. She asked you? No. No, I just left a note. No, you didn't. I did. You did not. I was doing shift work. You did not. I swear to God, I left a note on the kitchen table <laughs> with the ring on the note. <laughs> I did. I can't believe it. What's wrong mate. with that? Mate, that's the first I've ever heard of someone proposing without actually being in the room, let alone. But it was a quirky thing, right? Oh, okay, was, here we That go. was my twist on it. So we, The next podcast could be Jason the Romantics. Mate, I tell you what, I can teach you kids. <laughs> a few things. No, but, but how did Your you... Your poor pro- wife. Oh, no, everyone uh, says that. Uh, but, but but how did you propose? Did you oh, have, look, it wasn't anything fancy. Did I, you have socks on? Yeah. Wow. Oh, was I, no, I didn't actually. It, it was Christmas Eve. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah. Just in the lounge room. 
Yeah, just on the one knee in the lounge room. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nothing, nothing outrageous. Like some people go over and above and do this whole. I hate that. Yeah, well, I I dropped plenty of money for her birthday last year, which I shouted her a trip to America, to Vegas and LA and New York and that. So I figured that that's enough. Plus the ring. Yeah, of course. Jeez, Christ, yeah, aren't <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. I just swear. Hey? <laughs> I know people spend ridiculous amounts of money on. On that sort of stuff, anyway. Listen, we're just like a couple of old blokes uh, mm-hmm. jabbering on about. Well, you'd be anything. pretty happy after the other night. Yeah, how yeah. good was State of Origin three? And I shouldn't be gloating about this uh, on our Queensland radio stations, but I'm going to. Mm. Uh, you're only as good as your last game, and true, I don't true. think people care that Queensland won the State of Origin series. The fact that New South Wales won the third game, I'm actually calling for a seven-game State of Origin series. <laughs> Give yourself a chance. Give ourselves a chance. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was good. It that was, was good. Finally. That was good. Yeah, I wanted, we spoke about it off air, but I don't understand why they don't present the Shield after they've won it after the second game. Like It was, it must have been really awkward last night for the Queensland boys being presented the Shield in New South in Sydney. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that happened in New South Wales during COVID. I think we last, New South Wales last won the series, I think in 2020. Was it up here when they won the yeah, second well, game? Yeah, so, uh, no, no, they won the second game in Sydney. Yep. And then played the third – well, actually, I don't even think it was Sydney. I think it was the year they played all three games in Queensland. Mm. And they actually presented the Shield to them at Seabus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was just me and <laughs> one of my daughters because uh, <laughs> I made a stay. It's just weird. I just find that really odd. Especially yeah. when Queensland won it last second game. And well, it should get, be done in front of their adoring home yeah, fans. It should, be. Right? should have been t- done at – And I understand every year that I, that can't happen because they rotate – the games, don't they? Like the second game next year isn't going to be up here in Queensland, I Sydney. imagine. It'll be Sydney. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I understand not every year that's going to happen, but when they get the odd chance that that takes place, they should just present the shield to the team. So, so what you're saying is that when the Blues win the series in two games next year, you're pushing for that to be presented. Well, I, I would, yeah, I Sydney. would. Because okay, the, the second game will be in Sydney. Yeah. But if the second game is up here in Queensland, yeah. I can understand not presenting it there. But what if, let's say, yeah, fair enough. No, I, I agree with. I, mean? I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. If it's if it's done and dusted, then do it. Yeah. But I just, I think they like doing it at the third game. So what happens there is, they can hand out the Wally Lewis medal at the same time and just put a nice little bow on it. But mm. yeah, I think this this debate comes up all the time, right? Yeah. And and I, I'm 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 with you. It should have been presented at Suncorp. Yeah. In front of you know forty thousand. 50,000, you know, screaming Queensland fans. And the players then get the recognition they deserve. Mm. There was hardly anyone left at the stadium last night. There was nice pockets of Queensland supporters. Yeah. But it's still not the same, It's not the same. uh, They celebrated after the second game like they'd won. Yeah. You know, as as they did. So just give them the shield. Uh, What do you think? 0457 736 736. We will be apologising to Caroline Wilson. Uh, No, I'm not apologising to her. You serious? No. No, no. Now the issue that I had with it last last week wasn't the fact that we hosed her. Well, we did hose her a little bit, but it still feels it doesn't feel right to me, Jace. That um, poor Dewey, Dewey Dewey, yeah, he, he had no idea. He had absolutely no idea. And someone comes out in the media and makes it that public. It just doesn't sit right <laughs> with me. I don't know how how it's done better or ethically, if you want to call it that. But I, I just I just doesn't sit well with me. I just. Okay, yeah. let me let me let me put this to you then. Mm. She was, and I'm with you, right? Mm. I, I hate that stuff because they journalists. If you don't know what happened, Caroline Wilson 
um, reported uh, a week out that Stewie Jew was going to lose his job as the Suns mm. coach within a month. Yep. Um, and then he didn't know anything about it. He went to the board and they go, no, no, your job's safe. It's all, it's all good. So he came out publicly and had a crack at Caroline Wilson for, for doing that. And, but she got it right. Yeah, she, got it, she got it right, right? Yeah, but yeah. she's gotten a lot wrong this year, like a lot of journalists, right? Yes, yeah. But the problem, I think, and again, I don't like it, because you're talking about people's welfare and you're talking about mm. people's families and all that sort of stuff. Yep. I think I think the, the problem lies with the club that someone at board level, perhaps, mm. someone pretty high up, perhaps, mm. has leaked that information to her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah, and I touched on that last week. Like, I mean, I, we can only I, I speculate, the, by the way. Well, how else has she found out? Like, surely she's not, you know, that that bad at her job that she just throws something out there that she would use. And hope, and hope and, it sticks. Yeah. And hope it sticks. She's heard it from somewhere internal. Now, whether that is another board member or, you know, another administration um, person, whatever it is, but you're right. We touched on it last week. Where the finger needs to be point now is back at the Suns and the directors of the board. How does that information get out of that room to, or, to a journalist of that or caliber? Could it possibly be, and again, we're not we're not accusing the sons of this, but could it also be the fact that they've approached another coach's management? And that's well, you're gonna force to hand, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Let's uh, well, let's say they spoke to a coach that they're interested in, they've just had a conversation, and maybe somewhere in that circle, someone's gone to her. You know, I mean, again, I'm not accusing anyone of this. No, no, no. But it, these, it seems to be that someone at board level or someone behind the scenes has perhaps leaked it to force the hand a lot quicker than it was. But potentially, and that person we're talking about now has to be, or we spoke about on the show about a month ago, didn't we, about Dane, uh, Hardwick and where we thought he might end up. And, you know, I was pretty certain that he was going to coach again. Uh, I thought maybe Port Adelaide would be the right fit, given they still haven't signed. Yeah, that's right. You Inkley killed. At the you, you killed Ken Inkley as well, didn't you? Like <laughs> yeah, everyone else. No, no, I didn't kill him. You I, did. No, well, I, I, Port Adelaide's just about done that themselves. <laughs> they haven't signed him yet, and he's he's won thirteen on a tr- on the trot. So no, you wanted him gone with everyone else. Oh, look, I tell you what, if I had Damien Harwick hanging around like he is right now, there's a few nervous coaches out there at the moment that are probably hoping they win more and they lose the rest of the year. Let me ask you this question. We've seen two Gold Coast coaches mm. sacked in the last month. So, of course, we saw um, the, the the Titans coach, uh, Justin Holbrook, oh, yeah, get yeah. sacked. And now we've seen Stewie Jew. What, and they've both got interim coaches, right? So, they've, uh, Titans have already announced their coach for, for next year, and that's Desi Haslam, an experienced coach. Yeah, which is a good appointment. Oh, it's a very good yeah. appointment. But uh, uh, what benefit does the club have in appointing an interim coach rather than letting this coach see the year out? Yeah, it's a great question. I've thought about that myself. I think the only... Stephen King's the interim... Yeah, he's the interim co- at the yeah. moment. I mean, he's a great author. I don't know what he knows about AFL. Mm. Um, and I did I did love that movie, Pet Cemetery, yeah. uh, which was based <laughs> on his book. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's an AFL coach. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Misery but, was good. But the... Um, I think we agree, you and I both agree, that the Suns wouldn't have made this decision at this point in time if there wasn't someone that they'd spoken to or had a wink that, you know, they're, they're interested really in coaching. you really well, Do you reckon it's a foregone conclusion? Well, as everyone keeps saying, it wouldn't be the biggest 
surprise in, in football history, I think, if he stepped into the role. I mean, it makes sense for Damien. You know, he, he loved his time up here during the the COVID period when they were, all the clubs were up yep. here. I think he's even got property uh, up here. Yeah. Uh, he wants to get back into coaching. The Suns haven't got a bad list. The list is pretty good. Like, he yep. can step into a list that's just about around probably the 10th the to the 6th place on the list, on the AFL ladder. So, But the Suns it, are basically saying Stephen King has got a better chance of us making the finals than our head coach. Or mm. do they just need to hear a different voice? It's a tough. Oh, look, I've never and been. They're just I've sitting never, outside the eight. Well, well, the board, the board need to make tough decisions, and and that's part of their job. And I understand what they've done. I think they've gone about it probably not the right way. But yeah, no, it's a good question, mate. I'm not too sure what the motivation okay. is behind it. To be honest, yeah. Sebastian Mazza, uh, the owner of Wealth Depot, will be joining us with some financial advice for us today. We'll preview round sixteen of the Quaffle. Mm. See how that's going. Uh, are you playing again this week in the? What's the, what's the comp you're in? The Div 1. Div 1. You Div back? One. You back? Uh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, but we're not playing this weekend. Oh. No, we've got the weekend off. Oh, no. Do you ever Again. play, you guys? <laughs> it's like that a bit lately. Like yeah. public servants of football. Yeah, we had a good win last week uh, against the second team. So we've actually we're secured top spot, Chase. Nice. Well done. Thank you. We still nice. haven't lost a game yet, so we're flying. Yeah, no, we don't have to play. No, well, that's the thing. I might you rest the body up now and then come good. I'm talking finals. about the whole team. Just forfeit. <laughs> yeah, true. You still make the finals. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what's happening across the southeast. This is Saturdays in the southeast on SCNQ and SCN 1620 on the Gold Coast. We are going to talk uh, a bit more footy, although we did talk a lot of it <laughs> just then about just, Stuart. Yeah. But we'll, I want to talk to you more about local footy mm-hmm. and why you think Damien Hardwick is a good choice for the Suns if that does happen. Yep. Saturdays in the southeast, and before we go to the break, uh, Jake is very sorry to Caroline Wilson uh, for his <laughs> comments last week. Back in a moment. Through Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. NAB AFL Ozkick is back. Register at play.afl slash auskick. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Jakey Edwards, Jason Matthews here this morning. Hope you're going well. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, 0457 736. 736 is the text message, uh, text number. Hello to our listeners through SENQ in Brizzy and 1620 uh, on the Gold Coast. Hey, we, we talked about... Before we actually get on to footy, um, you've just come up with a, a brilliant idea. And I'm going to talk to Sebastian shortly about how to make some money, uh, extra income. But, mate, you've got a brilliant idea on how to save some money. There's all this talk about egg prices going to 15 to $18. <laughs> Caged, caged eggs, they'll be gone soon. Yep, gone. Your idea is brilliant, Jake Edwards. Just get a couple of chooks, mate, in the backyard. And... Why didn't I think of that? Hey. It's pretty pretty straightforward. You want you want more eggs? Just, just buy the chickens and just let them do their stuff. Just let them roam. But if see, you, here's the thing: How do you do it if you're living in an apartment? You can't. Right. You, you can't, can't put them on the balcony. You can't. No, unfortunately, not. But well, <laughs> technically, they'll be back caged, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, <laughs> defeats the purpose, doesn't it? <laughs> so you want to get them outside in the in the backyard, but. You know, chooks will look after the uh, little uh, insects in the backyard. They'll um, they'll create some mulch in your garden. They'll um, they'll attract field mice. Plenty of them. Do you need a cat? You need a <laughs> <laughs> mate. I'm not running a zoo. 
in my backyard just to save some money on eggs. I'll just give up eggs. I'll speak to your wife. She might beg to differ, mate. There might be a zoo. There might be a zoo. <laughs> but but it, it, I just want to check this as well. Uh, are chickens, because I know people frown upon cows now because they're environmentally unfriendly. Are chickens friendly? Do they have any methane issues? No, I think they're good. Okay. Good. I think they're fine, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Leave the chickens alone. I mean, that's right. Jeez. You um, gotta make sure you don't have a dog who uh, who loves chicken like my dog. He's obsessed with chicken, loves it. What do you mean? Uh, the food. He, he, oh right, he, okay. Oh, Not mate. attacking choice. No, no, no. If he needs anything, if we need anything done from him, yeah, just rattle the chicken bag. He's. Is he a breast or thigh man? He doesn't care. He, does. he just does not care. He just loves a bit like chicken. his dad. <laughs> um, who replaces Stewie do at the Suns? Uh, Damien Hardwick's the man. Yep, he's Good the mate. man. He has to be the man. I'm not sure who else is on the radar other than uh, Hinkley, but. From all reports, he's going to sign at Port Adelaide, as he should, probably should have done two weeks ago. Every win at Port Adelaide are having, he's just thinking, cha-ching, cha-ching. How many of the one in a row now, about 13, I think. 13, 13 14. Yeah, Great it's run. It's a record. Oh, it's fantastic. But, um, yeah, Hardwick's a man. And there's a few reasons why. One, he's he's got the experience. He's won premierships. He's taken Richmond from, you know, 2016, 17, when he nearly got the sack. Yep. On the board when they they stuck behind, so the list wasn't in a in a great state at that stage. Yes, he's got the you know the Dustin Martins of the world, the Tret Cochin. So that that's another yep. conversation for the for the Suns. But and I think he's he stepped away from Richmond and he as, as he, in his own words he, he wanted to miss coaching. So I think he's stepping back with a, a list like the Suns that they're not at the bottom of the ladder. So it's not it's not taking over West Coast, for example. Yeah, you're taking over. A, a team that at the moment still only two games out of the eight, so they're not, you know, falling over. Uh, I just think his experience, mate, is the is what they need. Yeah, I think it's time too that we got a, an elite coach. Yeah, on the it. Gold Coast. Yep. Yeah, and the, the club's dying for it. I mean, yeah. the coaches have had. I think probably a little stats. Yeah, Bluey McKenna was pretty stiff to get sacked when he got sacked. I think yeah. he's, he's had the best season. Was they had twelve or thirteen wins one year. Um, again, the list was pretty elite, and they lost a lot of those players. But after that, they've had Rodney Eade. Um, who else have they had made different stages? What about Rocket? Yeah, they had Rocket for a bit. They've had about three or four other ones, and then Dewey was still a young coach coming out of – Assistant at, coach at the Swans. Yeah. Out of a great system. A, a great great apprenticeship. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Damien Hardwick's just floating around there now. And I, I could almost – I don't know this for a fact, but – Surely he's given a bit of a an inc- inclination that he wants to get back in the coaching. The well, and I think I saw something somewhere. I mean, he's, I've seen so many reports on this, but that he's actually interested in talking to the Suns. Is he? He's come out and said that. Well, yeah. that's yeah. what I saw. So yeah. the other awkwardness about it too is he's best mates with Dewey, so he's really good mates. Ah, right. So yeah. So I think if anything, his management would have said, "Hey, you know, would you do it?" He's probably said to his management. Yeah, if the opportunity came up and then maybe his management has said to someone at the Suns and said, well, you know, he's not going to get involved or have any conversation until it's a vacant yeah, position. Yeah, good point. Because he's good mates with Dewey. So, um, no, nah, look, it, <laughs> I'll tell you what would be worse if they don't snap him up. Yeah. Because now's or the opportunity. Or at least have a crack at. Yeah. yeah. Now's the opportunity to get probably outside of Clarko before he went to North Melbourne. and. The Suns made the call at that time too to keep Dewey. They re-signed him when they had the chance to go for for Clarko, so they missed out on him. But now's the chance to pick up the best 
possible coach on the market right now. And... So, yeah. Okay. So mm. yeah, that, that's good. I, wouldn't it be even more awkward if they have the same manager? I'm not sure who Dewey's is. I, I'm pretty sure Paul Connors is right. Um, is hard work. Imagine that I, relationship. Yeah, it's an if awkward one. Coach, yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure the Christmas card, but. Uh, yeah, I, look, it'll be absolutely devastating, in my opinion, if if the Suns can't get Hardwick as it stands right now. I don't know who they go for, and I don't know who steps into the job outside yeah. of him. Do, I don't, do you know any names that no. might be a good coach? Yeah, no, I can't think of anyone. Anyone I, senior no. enough that this that this no. footy club needs right now? Yeah, is that senior? And I reckon he needs to come in, which I know Hardwick will, and you know he was. I reckon he'll get rid of a few. As well, which they need, mm. not just players. I think he'll get he'll clean out his administration, his support area of the footy club. Um, he'll have it on his terms. So, do you think the Suns should make this appointment pretty quickly? Sooner the better. Yeah. Oh, what? What? what well, no point letting Kingy coach the rest of the year and kind of sit back and watching how he goes. I mean, do they really think that he's going to become a coach? I'm not too sure. I wouldn't Don't have know. thought so. Don't know. Yeah. Also, depends how much money they've got, mate. I know they're backed by the AFL. Well, the AFL own the license, so yeah, they're, so they're going to make it work. The, you know, it's not like um, yeah, um, it's the good other, to know. The other yeah, states, yeah. Know, so it's good to know that Conning would be paying for the uh, the coach of the Suns. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice to know? Yeah, lovely. some of that television rights money. Put a couple of zeros on it, but <laughs> oh, well, how much do you reckon you'd ask? Well, I don't, I don't know well, what other clubs. I don't, I don't know if they pay, but I mean, like the highest paid NRL coaches get about a mil. So I'd say you'd have to ask for – you're talking about relocating a family. It'd have to be up around that million-dollar mark, wouldn't you? Oh, it, you'd start there. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, to, to get him, you, you've got to have a million dollars on the table, I, I think. Yeah. Because you're right, the relocation thing comes into play. Um, but the, I think the other benefit as well is there's two other areas of having him as your coach. One, you're going to have players at the club currently right, right now who yep. want to stay. Yeah. And they've had that culture issue for a long time now, the yep. Suns. So – you know, Kingy's kind of up in the air. We hear murmurs of what he's he might want to go back to Melbourne, but if Hardwick comes in and sits down and has a copy with him, I can I can assure you that yeah, right. he'll want to stay. And then you've got other blokes playing in Melbourne that he's probably coached before, i.e. we've brought this up, Dustin Martin. Get him up here. I know he's not the player that he used to be, but geez, you'll put bum on seats. Mm. Every young kid here on the Gold Coast will want to come and watch Dusty Martin run around for a year. Could be some Brisbane Lions players. They may be looking south going, oh. Yeah, it's only down the highway. Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. I'm over the city life. Let's get down yep. the coast and uh, yep, and uh, and move into the sun. So, yeah, look, it's it, there's green pastures ahead. I just they need to secure that with Hardwick straight away before they even consider another coach. I wouldn't even have another one on the radar. I okay. just throw everything I've got at him. Okay. Buy him a few chooks, put him in the backyard, and. And a cat. Is he going to eat the cat? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. right. Don't cats also eat chooks? Like, oh, I'm confused. <laughs> Do you have to sit there with a diagram with the cat and go, listen, I want you to catch those, not those? Well, you know what my dad does? Because my old man's on a, on a farm. Yeah. So he, he'll, most nights he'll go down in, on a, down next to his chook shed and sit there with an axe. Um, just to, but he's got this thing that it kind of puts it in their mind that they can't mess up, they can't be cheeky. Because 
Chickens can be a real pain in the backside to actually maintain because okay, a bit brutal. Yeah, they can run away. They can yeah, it's oh, a okay. it's an old school thing. But he'll sit down there with a stubby and an axe and just watch his chooks. Right. It makes him feel really really calm. In it's charge. His meditation. Yeah, yeah, great. All right, let's talk about uh, before we talk about the slaughtering of chickens. <laughs> uh, close games round fifteen of the Quaffle. Sherwood edged out Morningside by two points. Mount Gravatt. Uh, scrape past Broadbeach by two points as well. So some pretty close games there. Well, it's a big win, the Gravatt, Gravatt one, because Broadie was sitting second. So, you know, Gravatt, uh, the Vultures, uh, have had actually a pretty good month, which is really, really good. How did Broadbeach go? I mean, sorry, how did um, how'd my team, Labrador, go? Labrador, okay. I, mean, I actually haven't had a look. No, they had a buy, they? No. I'm not sure. Actually, I think we had to buy. Oh, you did have a buy. Yeah, 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 yeah you had yeah. a buy, yeah. Right, um, Morningside will host Noosa. This week, Morningside, they should win that, shouldn't they? Well, they got beaten last week. I know that. Yeah, but um, only by two points. But yeah, but I think they won the first five Morningside, and they haven't haven't won one since. So since can Robo the white, went down? Can, can the White Shoe Brigade get up? That's what I'm asking. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, they can. Uh, Vic Point at home to Mount Gravatt. Oh, it'll be a good game. But Vic Point is sitting on top, haven't lost a game. Um, I'm going to pop out to this game on Saturday. And that's why I think Labrador will get the uh, the points over Sherwood. We'll kill them. You know what? Vic Point beat Labrador last week. Oh, did they? Yeah, because I caught up with our, our mate, um, Armitage. Oh, Dave, yeah, yeah, how is, he, is he good? Yeah, he's going all right. Just he's, as a side note, yeah, is he fine? He's going all right. Yeah, okay, good, he's going all right. Good, yeah. good. Labrador will beat Sherwood. I'm telling you that now. Cook Murphy at home, hard to beat. Uh, Broad Beach will take on Aspley. Another good game, yeah. Yeah, rather great game. Probably Aspley will get that one done. So Aspley is sitting up the top end as well. They're doing really well. Uh, Maruchidor, host Surface. Maruchidor, Surface. Oh, geez, that, that'll be a good one. Surface, I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. And Wilston will play Palmy. Wilston, Palmy. Mm. What do you reckon? Uh, Palmy. Palmy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, PB. It's my preferred food. I'd rather eat a Palmy than a Wilston. <laughs> You know well, they're mean? trying to get Dave back to play. I mean, that probably. But he's out for the years. No, nah, he reckons he back training last week. He reckons he's he's not moving too bad. I had a round of golf with him, and he's uh, he's a bit spiteful in terms of what his career really and where his career is going to end up at the end of this year. So what about his golf game? How was his golf game? Oh, look, like most golf games, they start off pretty slow, and we played it at the links. Oh yeah, at, yeah. Uh, Hope Island there yeah. on a Friday afternoon. You think it'd be quiet? Yeah. Mate, it took us about twenty minutes to finish a hole. After hole, it was it was packed. Yeah, they. Yeah. It was terrible. It's pretty popular. Uh, oh, very popular. Um, now, bounce down 2 o'clock for all matches. Season 2023 Regos are open for NAB, AFL, Auskick and Club Footy. Sign up at play.afl forward slash Auskick. Saturdays in the southeast when we come back. Sebastian from Wealth Depot will join us. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Wealth Depot helps achieve your financial goals. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to the show. SENQ, 693 AM in Brizzy and 1620 on the Gold Coast. Welcome back to it. Jakey Edwards, Jason Matthews here this morning. I'm really excited to catch up with Sebastian Mazza from the Wealth Depot. We're going to talk about one of my favourite subjects this morning and something you see a lot of, Jake. Um, it's side hustles. And there was a report out uh, yesterday or, or the day before about Australians aged between 30 and 34 under the most financial strain 
with young renters facing more financial strain than households with mortgages. Like, I find that absolutely incredible. Yeah, look, it's not surprising considering the last 12 months, to be honest. I, I, look, it makes sense to me. 30 to 40 incomes aren't going to be as probably high. So not exe- not many executive pay payrolls in that, in that pay grade between 30 and 34. Do they also spend more than... Say people in my age group, yeah. I'm 52. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like They're, I am as tight as you know what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tend to, I tend to not try and, but but you know I try not to spend much. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think if I look back now and think about my mates between the age of 30, 35, most of them have pretty bad spending habits. Yeah, and I, I would argue that a lot of people between those ages probably go out. More? Well, yeah, you go Party, out now and drink. you spend at least a hundred bucks, hundred yeah. two. Oh, in the rest, if I go out on yeah, a so night in the go. town, yeah, it's six, seven hundred bucks. I'll oh, cut it out. Sometimes, absolutely. You're ridiculous, <laughs> Jeez, Sebastian. Wouldn't it's you all... like to be earning the coin Jake's earning if he's spending six to seven hundred bucks on a night out? It's because I shared everyone. That's the Are you problem. doing everything that's uh, legal, by the way? <laughs> of course. <laughs> we'll, we'll be double. We'll be double checking all those numbers soon enough. But hey, Jake. Hey, <laughs> Sebastian. I wonder how much of that he's trying to claim on tax as well. <laughs> Sebastian anyway, t- good day to you yes. hello, hello to you my fine gentlemen hello now hello. listen hello. I, this is something I've found really interesting and you see it pop up on all the time and it's one of those things talked about a lot I mean side hustles back in my back in my day were second and third yeah. jobs you know pulling beers at pubs yeah. or you know second delivering pizzas well, whatever mm. whatever it was whilst you supplemented your income right but nowadays, a, si- a side hustle is, and again, good on good on people doing this, is actually starting up your own little business on the side, mate. Correct. Um, we're seeing a lot of it happening, and, and it's all because of technology. It's the the, the speed, the, the growth of, of the capacity for technology just to replace those hours and automate tasks a lot quicker, um, mm. you know, from from things like uh, looking at freelancing sites like Upwork and Fiverr to um, Taskmaster, all those kind of things. Um, task, I think it's Task, what's it called again? It's Taskmaster. Air Tasker. Air Tasker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, that, you know, created all this all this new Uber. frontier about, you know, uh, the, the, the ideas and then pushing those ideas out into the, into the marketplace. And, um, you know, some people who come up with a cracker of idea can actually, you know, maybe kickstart a, a successful, you know, company out of it that, that leads to a publicly listed, you know, entity and hopefully, you know, some some uh, some good coin. Hey, Seb, just quickly, mate, while we're talking about side hustles, yeah. there's a website that you can upload yeah. pictures of your feet and sell them. And I know Jason's pretty big <laughs> on this. He was asking about it earlier. Um, is that is that something that you think's a good side hustle and make you some good, good cash? I... Well, you know, obviously I'm not any, uh, uh, you know, feet admirer here. I'm not, uh, can't, can't say I've, I've got a lot of experience in the game. But, um, but yeah, these are the things. This is what this crazy world coming up with. And, uh, you know, we live in a big, a big world. Um, globalization has, in, has allowed us to, to exactly look past our, our normal borders and, and uh, capture markets that we wouldn't otherwise maybe, you know, be able to, to get a hold of. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. freelancing, consulting, taking pictures of your feet, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Jake, all, all, yes. all, all, oh, can all, I, all ways to make an extra bit of money. Seb, I, just, I just want to ask Jake a question. How much would you pay for photos of hairy, fat feet? <laughs> like, seriously, just... 
Like, I could look it's around. I could probably a month. look around the desk now. Have you got shoes on? Probably get <laughs> I have for, actually. Well, probably get it for free. You want to go, you want to... No, no. It looks like Jack wants to set up a subscription service. Like, you know, yeah, that's feed, it. feed as a service, is it? You know, feed as a service rather than software as a service. Well, all jokes aside, all no. jokes aside, people have, and, and you can turn your nose at it, some people have turned to OnlyFans. And I, I know oh, of the someone... The money they're making yeah. is ridiculous, Jase. There's, there's a young lady on the Gold Coast who I know via someone else, and I'm not a Are subscriber. Are you a subscriber? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But she's she's made $50 million from OnlyFans. $50 million. She lives in L.A., Comes back yep. to the cold Gold Coast to see her family, and buys property, and then buggers back. And she's getting to the age now where maybe she shouldn't be, but she says she's going to keep doing it whilst there's still a market for it. So yeah, well, good on her. I, mind you, I think fifty mils enough to pull up stumps. Yeah, I think yeah, even a you million I mean? would be. Oh, I've had, had, had a crack. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, mate, you were some. You you were going to. Sorry, Seb. No, I was going to say, I mean, that, that's, that's the ultimate, you know, that's, that's utopia where someone can lean a side hustle that, that gives them that financial freedom. You know, that, that's the bottom line. That's correct. Yeah. So, but you, you work in an office yeah, where there's a young bloke who just keeps coming up with ideas all the time. And you, as you said, based around technology. This, yeah, this, this young man, um, yeah, he's, um, you know, he's, he's, his skill set is, you know, generally about building ideas around the use of, of tech around AI and 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 I even learned something today from him something about it it's called um, deep fake AI where basically an avatar can read a transcript and it's starting to look so real you know lifelike that you you, you may not even know that you actually are, are listening or looking at a computer generated image of a person rather than you know someone that's live and and, you know, looking, you know, using their life skills in front of you. It's, it's an amazing piece of technology that, that it's going to start, you know, coming into our everyday lives more and more and more. Um, and these are things that, again, as a side hustle, you know, you could start creating content that you could easily, you know, help sell or consult with small business or, or educators around, you know, the use of these amazing tools. You know, it's, it's just in, in, incredible stuff that's available now. Mm, so I guess that the more... We're more diverse, aren't we, when it comes to side hustles? I mean, like you said earlier, Jess, back in the day, it might have been doing a four or five hours yeah. of labour work for one of your trade mates yeah. on a Saturday morning, for which for, for cash, which cash is king. So, but there, there are still a lot of the, the, those more traditional methods yeah. are still there. You know, like you, you can. It's not ideal, possibly, or maybe in some people's scenarios, to to go pack shelves at a supermarket at ten p.m. at night, but. You know, it's it's still a viable option for people who do need to to get out and make a, a bit more cash. You said Uber yeah. before. Um, yeah, there are many different yeah, ways gig, to the, make some money. Yeah, yeah. The gig economy opened up the the, the you know the, the capacity to to you to do more with your time and thus you know hopefully generate more income. But but yeah, those old you know staple type of side hustles, you know you know stocking shelves and and you know. Um, uh, uh, the newspaper over a fence or you know mm. all those things you know are still there you know those services and those those goods and services are still in demand just that less and less people are willing to do those jobs I, I, and, I, I, and that's why automation is taking i'll give you one right now everyone listening okay so mm. if yeah. if you yeah. if you love to go for a walk at night with the missus or you know maybe you just had a baby and you, you want to get them out door at night and they go for try and get them to sleep go to a real estate agent Yep. And ask them, say, do you need me to drop off letterbox um, letters? You know what they call it? Yeah, brochures. Yeah, brochures, stuff <laughs> like that. 
they'll probably pay you a yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, probably pay you a hundred bucks to go around a certain area to go drop them in the letterboxes. For sure, that's a good little one. There yeah. you go, Jace. Mm, yeah, no, it's not interesting not, not me. Interesting no, it's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, exactly. You find that's too hard, or what's in it for me type of thing. You know, sometimes that yeah. that reward or benefit maybe doesn't outweigh the, the effort. But but you know, this is these are the things that if you generate an extra hundred bucks a week from doing it, and it's time that you would otherwise have uh, available, these are the things we're going to start doing again. You know, to, yeah, you're to right. make ends meet. It's that's five hard. grand a year, right? That's Possibly five thousand bucks up. a year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, See, like, that's if, right. You, if you're out that's there walking right. already, you might as well do it. Might as well do it. Yeah, and your baby goes to sleep. So there's a yeah. there's a lot of win. Is that what you meant? Yeah, by that. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Right. I, was, uh, I got there eventually. Right. Yeah. But... <laughs> it's early, mate. To be walking. Yeah, but it could also be you know if you if you if you're. You know, a person that's got some smart around you from an education point of view, and you offer those offer to on um, tutoring sessions with 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 the, your local community. Absolutely, you'd be surprised. You know, yep. you can be surprised. You know mm-hmm. how much people need that service and are willing to pay for it. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So yeah, good we just stuff. Have to think a little bit more, you know, laterally. You know? Yeah. Um, and you know, fingers crossed, it's enough to get over the line these days with you know price of goods and services, you know, coming at us all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, by, and look, we're not saying you need to work 40, 50, hour, I mean, 50 or 60 hours a week. Uh, but yeah, as you said, Jake, in all seriousness, like what, what's what's a couple of hours a week just walking around your local neighbourhood dropping off some pamphlets for the local, you know? Yeah, real yeah no, not bad. Business. Hey, yeah. Sebastian, uh, we've got to run, but next time I want to yeah. talk to you about, you've had cool. some interesting stuff pop up between the difference between buying a used car and a new car. So hold on to that. We'll chat to you next time about that. At Wealth Depot, they focus on proving financial knowledge to help clients live the best life. Sebastian uh, Marza, we appreciate your time today on Saturdays in the Southeast, mate. Some great advice there from Sebastian's on on Sebastian on Saturdays here in the Southeast. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up, find out what we're looking forward to this weekend. Plenty going on. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yes, hello. Welcome back to the show. About to wrap it up for a Saturday morning. Our listeners through SENQ 693 in Brizzy and 1620 on the Gold Coast. Uh, coming up after us too, by the way, the Odds Couple. Get your racing fix nice and early. And the Saturday Mowers Club after 9 o'clock this morning. Plenty going on on SEN. The Suns, uh, the Sabo will host St Kilda. Big game, that one. Yeah, bounce down at 210. What are you, what are you liking? Yeah, I, I think the Suns will bounce back after the week they've had. Well, St Kilda are up and down. But you also, you know what? You also get, you do get a bounce back. After a coach has been flicked. Yeah, well, I think the playing group feel like they need to respond. Um, and is that – see, this is what I get confused about. Is that a response in favour of the coach who got sacked or, geez, I need to pull my socks up and start performing, I need a contract? I think it's probably the latter. Yeah, right. Honest. Like I, I I had a sack coaching – a coach sacking, sorry, <laughs> during my AFL career. So I started yep. with Dennis Pagan. Oh, yeah. He got the sack and then Brett Ratton come in. Yeah. Um, he started as the interim coach, and then they gave him the job, yeah. uh, which, uh, yeah, he didn't go too bad. But, oh, mate, we, we were terrible anyway. I, I don't think we, <laughs> we were any good. We were any better after, uh, straight after uh, Dennis left. But You know what Pagan's paddock needed? 
chickens. Uh, well, he needed players. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that point. There was yeah, a, he did. But he, he, he invented that open forward line, though, didn't he? <clears throat> he did. Yeah, yeah, everyone get up the ground and yep. basically on one side too. So everyone get to one side of the ground, get up and create that big space for oh, probably Kudafidis or the like, um, those type of players. To yeah. run into space, into get the space, ball, get but the ball. he didn't have any players to actually run into the space. Well, what this about? is oh, see what to coach that. What <laughs> what teams started creating was that that zone, that that kind of you know drop off, create that web zone across your footy field. Mm. That was because of the space of that you know Pagan's paddock created. Teams were getting caught out, so maybe we uh, get Dennis on the phone and <laughs> okay, mate, you're ruining the game for many people. NRL fans, Dolphins are in action. Uh, this weekend as well, so that'll be good to have a home game. What are you doing, mate? Quickly. Uh, well, got no footy this weekend, so that's right. Yeah, I ain't got much on. Yeah, very quiet. Just going to um, catch gonna up relax. with a few boys tonight. Um, I have a couple couple beers and and watch the footy and relax a bit. Yeah. So just another six hundred dollar night out. If you miss the start another... <laughs> of the show, uh, Jake, when he goes out, spends six hundred dollars. Well, I I, 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 I get very generous with my shouting. Jason, like I know tonight we've actually we are going to go to like a little a little pub and that for a few beers and then <laughs> generally I'll put a few hundred on the bar for everyone and what go from there. Yeah, I need mates like you. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey, by the way, the Dolphins are in action uh, tomorrow afternoon. Sorry, Sunday Arvo yes. against the first place Panthers at KO Stadium. I was there last weekend. I went and watched the Titans and the and the Suns. I was meant to go sorry, to the that. Suns, the Dolphins. Sorry. Yeah, I was meant to go to that game. Yeah, it was great. It was a great game. Yeah, it was. Outstanding mm. game. My wife ended up being too crook to go, so. Is she? You're putting up with you, probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> All right, mate. That's enough of that. I don't need this treatment. I get it at home. Thanks for listening to Saturdays in the South East. Uh, back again next Saturday at uh, 7 a.m. on SDNQ and also 16.20 on the Gold Coast. Hope you have a great weekend. Jakey. See you next week, mate. You too, Jason. Have a good one. Odds couple on your radio next on SCNQ in 1620. Have a good weekend.